You are listening to the Permission to Burn Your Manual podcast. I'm your host, certified life coach, practicing physician, and busy boss lady mom, Kathy Whaley, MD. This is the podcast where busy professionals like you come to learn to create a life they don't need a vacation from by burning your manual, this book that defines your expectations of self and holds you back. If you're looking to get off the hamster wheel, cultivate your wellness and feel better, you're in the right place. Hello, hello, friends, and welcome back to the Permission to Burn Your Manual podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Whaley, MD. We are going to continue on in our discussion about time management. And today we're going to talk about one of the barriers that we have, which is when we fail to set clear boundaries about time. So when we think of emotional or internally set boundaries, it's not different than physical boundaries, right? But physical boundaries are very easy to see. And so what happens when it's an internal boundary that only you know is there? Obviously, sometimes they don't get enforced or people don't know to respect them. So let's do a refresh on boundaries and why they're important. When we think about a physical boundary, we're also thinking about physical safety a lot of the time, right? Like, here is my property boundary and there is yours. People know what's mine and know what's yours and how to, you know, maintain safety of yourself and other objects. So time boundaries are not physical boundaries. I mean, they can be in terms of your action plan, but in truth... When we're talking about a time boundary, that is something that is internal to you and only you know. And what I notice is that a lot of my clients just do not have set clear boundaries about time. And so without that clear boundary, we don't show up for ourselves to honor our plan about time. And if we don't show up for ourselves, then we are disempowered and we can develop some resentment with those that are not honoring our time boundary. And really, they're doing the best they can. They don't know about your time boundary. And we also sort of show ourselves that we don't have our own back. And therefore, we sort of lose trust and confidence. So this is why we want to solve for this, right? We want to have refined control and management of our time to stay on track the best that is possible so that we can honor our stated priorities. And we also want to create that evidence that we can trust ourselves, that we're going to show up. So let's think about a time where maybe you went out to dinner or you planned to go out to dinner with a friend. This is an example. And you plan to meet at five o'clock, but this friend is never on time. Like ever, ever, ever on time. And let's say that you have made plans to have dinner, but there are other things on your to-do list or on your priority list for the day that you really want to get done and that they're going to get done after dinner, but this person doesn't show up on time. I absolutely know how this feels. I have a couple of people in my life that... When we make plans to meet somewhere and have dinner, the time seems to be more of a suggestion and not a reality. And so 
I can tell you how this used to go down for me. We would make a plan for a time. I would know that this person would not show up on time, but I would still be there sitting there waiting. And as the time went on and I hadn't ordered food or anything like that, I kept sitting there thinking like, here are all the things that are not going to get done today that I really want to get done. And I started having a lot of resentment against my friend. So then what it morphed into was me telling my friend that we were meeting earlier than we actually were thinking that somehow this was going to fix everything because my friend would show up late and I would just show up around that time. But you know what? There were those random few occasions where my friend actually showed up closer to time and I wasn't there. And so that's sort of a passive aggressive way of dealing with it. And I'm not inherently a super passive aggressive person, but when I think someone is fragile um, or in the past, when I've thought someone was fragile, I would sort of modify my own behavior. So now here's how this goes down. If I'm squeezing a dinner in somewhere in the midst of other things for that day that I really want to get done because they're according to my priority list, I'm just very upfront about it. I'm like, you know, I only have this much time for dinner. I can't sit here and wait. So I give the choice. We can have this dinner today, but just understand that if you're not there by this time, I'm going to go ahead and order food and I'm going to eat. And then if you get there at some point, like I'm probably going to leave you eating and I'm going to get up and go because my time matters and whether the other person is going to respect my time or not, I'm going to respect my time. Because the flip side is if I don't respect my time, then I end up after the fact still really wanting to get these things done. And then I stay up really, really late getting them done. And the next morning, I'm tired and cranky, and I'm even more pissed at my friend. So that doesn't work for me anymore. So now that I've given that example, I want to go through and do a refresher about the concept of boundaries and how they're going to apply to time. So a boundary is really something you create for yourself to achieve the result you want. So in regard to time, it's recognizing these places where often your time feels sort of out of your own control and seeing, can I create a boundary that is for me and that's going to help get the result about time that I want? So before you set a boundary, you want to be very clear about what it is that you actually want. Like what is the purpose of the boundary? A lot of people have the perception that a boundary is about punishment, but it's really not, right? And so we, as, we actually want to create the boundary in our mind outside of a charged event. So if you're, let's say that I was sitting there with my friend who had showed up an hour late, I wouldn't be sitting there creating the boundary right then because I'd be angry and I, that would not come from a loving place, right? So setting the boundary may be something that you do after the fact, or it may be something that you truly are able to do in the moment. But I would just caution you to make sure that you are in a place that is good before you launch into the boundary. So again, 
be very clear about what the boundary is designed to do. And for me, my boundary in that instance was designed to basically respect my time, right? It doesn't matter whether my friend was going to respect my time. I was going to respect my time and the priorities I had set for the day. So when you are offering a boundary, right, we have to be very clear and communicate the boundary. So it may be like the request. I am requesting that you show up on the agreed upon time or at the agreed upon time. And so that's the request. And then we offer a consequence. And I really hate the idea of calling it a consequence because that has such a negative connotation. But it it might be more appropriate to just say like cause and effect or result, right? So if you show up an hour late, I only have this much time. We will be able to be together for 30 minutes or whatever it is. And so... The key here is to make the boundary universally enforceable, right? So there are going to be times where a time boundary is not going to work. Let's say that you go to your kid's school function and it happens to run over because of some emergency in the middle of it or whatever. Odds are low that I'm going to want to leave that saying that, oh, I've given all the time I'm willing to give. So that is not a time that I'm going to enforce a boundary. But what I want you to do is examine your life and really think about where are the places that my time is not respected or that I am not offering myself my own time prioritization, and then look at setting a boundary there. Once you have set the boundary outside of the emotional event, you are more than welcome to tell your friend ahead of time. But you can also tell them the next time, even if you're emotionally charged. The goal is is that you're setting the boundary. You're deciding ahead of time what the boundary will be the next time that the event happens. Maybe it's that you don't want to wait for your friend for an hour. Maybe you set a boundary that says, I'm going to wait 15 minutes, and if you're not here, I'm leaving, and we can reschedule. But the goal is just to be consistent, and I'm personally a fan of communicating boundaries ahead of time because oftentimes when we're setting a new boundary, we're going to catch people off guard, and they're going to be sitting there going, what has happened? And this is in large part because this other person has been benefiting from your lack of boundary. Now, they may not realize that consciously, but when you think about it, like the person who was benefiting from my lack of boundary in regard to my friend, it was definitely my friend. She didn't have to try to figure out how to be more efficient with her time. I was allowing her to just do whatever she wanted and still be available to her when she got around to it. Well, I'm just not feeling that. Like, that's not for me. And so I... I'm all for continuing a friendship, but I'm not going to do it being the time doormat. Now, I'll tell you another place that I have become a very firm boundary person related to time, and that's at work. So I work at the VA system, and they're really obsessed about your tour of duty. 
They want you to be there when it starts and you must stay on site until it ends. And if you're going to walk off campus for any short period of time, they want you to put in leave. Okay, very different than the private sector that I previously was in, but okay. So here is my beef. Although that's my tour of duty, if I have to come in early for an extra meeting or stay late for something, that is just bonus time that I give them because physicians don't get overtime. So I have a very firm and strong rule about this. If it is not a true emergency that impacts patient care directly, my answer is going to be no every time. And I'm just going to tell you, that is not well received sometimes above my head, above my leadership level. But here's the thing. It's not like that effort and time goes into some hidden bucket for me to reclaim for my family or myself later. No, it's just gone. And so I have made it pretty known. I'm going to have firm boundaries. I want to finish on time. If there is an emergency related to a patient, I don't care if I leave on time at all. But if the emergency is some paper pushing administrative task, nope, I do care. I'm not doing it. And I feel strongly enough about that, that yes, I would go... I would go to the mat on that one because it's not in service of my priorities, right? I'm, I've committed to going to work and doing my job and trying to help healthcare be the best it can. I genuinely want to do that. But it's also very important to me to serve my family and my own wellness. And so a bureaucratic administrative task after hours doesn't make that cut. And therefore, I'm going to have a boundary about that. So I have set that boundary with my supervisor. I'm not, I'm not going to take on these things after hours if it's not a patient care emergency. Now, some of you may be sitting there saying, I can't possibly have that boundary at work. Like that's, that's not going to happen. They might fire me. So listen, all of life is a series of choices, right? Where you work is a choice. Whether you show up is a choice. Whether you enforce a boundary is a choice. I have no judgment about whatever choices you're making. But what I want to encourage you to do is recognize that a choice is always there. And so there's never a I can't do that. It's I choose not to. Right? We want to be empowered when we're choosing what we do, even if it's us choosing not to make a boundary, we want to feel empowered when we decide I'm choosing not to create a boundary here. So let's iron out the steps here. Let's recap what we've talked about. First, examine your daily life for places where a time boundary might serve you in order to honor your stated priorities more and be very specific, right? I don't give every single one of my friends the 15 minute warning because they are not routinely late. So if someone is late, odds are they've had something acute happen. I'm not going to leave them at 15 minutes. But the person who is always an hour late (laughs) for basically 
minimal substantial reasons other than just flying by the seat of their pants all day. Yeah, that one's getting a boundary. So that's step one. Step two, ensure you will enforce it every time. So again, that comes down to we want to make sure that we can actually follow through. Otherwise, there are two problems. One is, is that whoever, whatever it is that we're giving a boundary to, they won't actually believe that you're going to enforce it, right? So it sort of undermines the entire process if you don't consistently apply it. But it also shows you that you don't show up for yourself every time, right? So the opportunity comes and the boundary doesn't get enforced. And then you're not only resenting the other person, but you're resenting yourself too for failing to show up for yourself. So that's step two, ensure you will enforce it every time. And then number three is from a place of love and kindness, craft your boundary. And we typically craft our boundary using an if-then statement, right? So if you show up more than 15 minutes late, then I'm going to leave and we will reschedule. And then step four, communicate your boundary and follow through. So again, the follow through means consistently enforce it. And again, I'm a big fan of communicating it ahead of time because if I think about like my work boundary, for example, it's really a a very sort of tense situation to talk about it in the moment when someone's trying to give you an administrative task when your day is done. So I have been very aggressive in just forewarning, listen, here's my boundary And if you have something that you want done after hours, if it doesn't impact a patient's care, I'm going to say no. So just don't call. And I want to circle back one last time into the strong why. Why do we want to do this? The goal is to utilize our time according to what our stated priorities are, right? We want our actions to reflect our stated priorities. And so when we use boundaries to help us do that, a couple of things happen. We empower ourselves to make choices that serve our priorities. And that's an excellent thing, right? It feels good to show up for ourselves in that way. Number two, we actually empower others with the information about our boundaries. And so relationships tend to improve with boundaries that are well communicated and consistently implemented. So even though there may be a temporary discomfort because someone is not benefiting from your lack of boundaries anymore, that will smooth over. And number three, when we enforce consistent boundaries around time, we show up for ourselves and we indicate we have our own back. We will enforce them. We create self-trust and confidence in ourselves. Not only that we will manage our time, but that the downstream effect is, is that we are also going to live our life according to our stated priorities. So just like the previous two podcast episodes, I'm going to come back and ask you your beliefs about time in relation to this. What do you believe about your relationship with boundaries and time? What do you believe about yourself in relation to those boundaries and times, right? Because what sometimes we'll find is we're sitting there telling ourselves, oh, I never follow through. I never do that, right? And so we really have to clean up our self-beliefs 
if we're sitting there sort of kicking our own butts as we're trying to forge a new path, what are the lessons that your parents taught you about boundaries? Did they have them? Did they not have them? Did they teach you that boundaries weren't good? There are certainly people out there that really never learned to set boundaries. And they were taught that people-pleasing is more important than self-love, self-worth, self-pleasing. Why do you have your current relationship with boundaries and time? And what do you believe about your ability to change it? So I'm bringing you back to all of these beliefs because, again, I've given you tips and tricks, but if you're sitting here still not holding those beliefs, then that's where our work needs to be focused first, is in really identifying what beliefs we currently have and where they've come from. Because in order to know where we want to go, a lot of times we need to know where we've come from. And And then we do the belief work to get ourselves to the place that we can freely enforce a boundary. So again, if you're stuck in the trying to refine your belief phase and you'd like some help, I'm right here. I'm happy to help you. Just reach out. I am currently taking one-to-one clients, but I do not have many spots left. I'm pretty full. And then... As I indicated before, the Restorative Wellness Coaching Collective is going to be launching again in November, and um, that will specifically be for women at this time. But there are lots of ways to work with me if you are feeling ready to tackle time management or your beliefs about yourself and time or really anything else. As always, I thank you so much for your support of this podcast. And if you have not already done so, if you would please rate it or leave a review or share it with a friend. We're just trying to get the word out so that we can help as many people as possible. And don't forget, I am right here rooting for you. I will root for you every week. I hope you have a wonderful Monday. Take care, my tribe. Are you ready to get started building that life you don't need a vacation from? Well, visit me at kathywhaleymd.com for free resources, links to the blog, and information about upcoming events. There are many different ways to work with me, and if we aren't a good fit, I'll be happy to refer you to someone who is. I am right here rooting for you.